0: Carried. In favor. Thank you. Uh, public hearings? We have none. Presentations? We seem to have any. Bylaws? None. So we're looking at unfinished business. First item is request for decision, council remun- remuneration policy.
1: If counselors could refresh their screens, the amended
2: agenda should be uploaded. Thank you, Deputy Mayor, and good evening, Council. Before you is a request for decision on information that has come before Council at the previous two meetings, and it is regarding an update to the Council Remuneration Policy, based on um, a review of the existing policy that has not been updated since 2014. Um, so to summarize, and again, since this is a recorded meeting, I'll go into some detail, but um, I won't go into the entirety of, of the two previous reports. Um, the Town of Peace River, with with this population of over 1,600 people, um, provides a wide range of services for a region of over 14,000 people when you look at generally what, what our area draws from. Um, and then or, in order to meet the needs of the region, um, you know, it's recognized that the expertise and uh, knowledge base of counselors should be diverse and that they're compensated at a fair and reasonable amount um, to, um, you know, since that's a factor in the type of people that will run for an elected position. As I mentioned before, the previous, or the existing policy, um, P11200905, which is the council remuneration travel and expense policy was last updated in 2014. As part of this report, there is a proposed uh, remuneration policy um, that captures the direction that was provided by council at the GMP meeting, which was to, and I'm going to read this so I I get it correct. which is the average of the medium of the comparables removing Peace River. So the analysis, and again, this information is within the report, uh, this report plus the reports that had been provided to council previously. Uh, staff had identified the per capita um, costs, looking at 12 comparables, these six higher and six immediately smaller towns from Peace River. Um, And then from that we were able to establish what the per capita, or council compensation per capita costs were, of which Peace River was the 12th, um, or the second from the bottom in terms of of looking at our comparables. We then um, provided or accounted for a community cost of living modifier, which the reports had, had discussed looked at accommodation or housing costs for each community and then made an adjustment so if a community's housing or accommodation cost was higher um, then the cost to live in the community would be higher, services in the community would be higher and then counselors or elected officials should be compensated at a higher amount to compensate or um, to factor that in. Um, when this was done so the council or the community modifiers were added. The adjusted council compensation per capita ranged from $21.87 up to $49.78. The median amount, which is the sixth and seventh communities of $28.48 or $28.82, the average of those is $28.65. So Council amended the policy to achieve an increase that got our Council's compensation per capita up towards that amount. Uh, So the the policy changes, which are on page 3 of the report, show increases in the base rates for council um for the three types of positions mayor deputy mayor and for councillors also amends the the hourly amounts that would be received um plus it added wording around the methodology to update this basically what would happen is uh, the policy would be automatically updated it, it, it's a policy; it has to come back to council for their approval. But the um, the update or the the adjustments would be made every second year. and in the in between years, there would be cost of living increases similar to what staff would experience, um, and then adjustments made based on that, again coming back for council's approval. <coughs> Excuse me. So. There's a couple options here that are presented to Council. The first one is that Council approve the Council remuneration, travel, and expense policy as is with an effective date in the future. March 1st is proposed, could be later. Um, we would need some time to implement this. March 1st is achievable, but that'll be up to Council's discretion. Um, second option is to not approve it or to make direct staff to make changes which can be done. Um, the other thing I will identify is these amounts are generally budgeted for, um, so there's no budget impact. The, the budget that we have, Council has not achieved it over the last couple of years. Um, so this change can be implemented without affecting the budget and or the associated tax rates with it. So prepare to take any questions if there's if there's any. uh deputy mayor if there's no questions or,
0: or if there is or there isn't i could uh i could certainly offer a motion to focus the discussion if that's helpful um okay there will be
3: questions.
0: if you
3: want to propose a motion and then we'll have discussion sure i can do that uh i've, I've certainly spent some time uh reading the material from the the uh, former png meeting and of course the material that staff was presented now and I, I guess from my perspective it uh i certainly like what i see and it's certainly moving towards uh, a middle ground which is uh, maybe close to my conservative roots and um, uh so i guess i would uh, offer to my quality councils that uh, council approved the proposed council remuneration travel and expense policy as presented effective march 1st 2019.
4: Yes. Thank you. Um, In regards to the formula, I know we had a a, Councillor Scannerhorn explained it quite well at the GMP meeting. Um, Just for, for my own, my own thoughts though, am I correct in saying, and I'm going to ask this to Mr. Town. So the main concern um, that I heard from some of the councillors was the new uh, federal tax that's coming out. So in regards to the chart and that is on page uh, it's second second last page i believe on the report so to hold to hold the common ground or to hold um if if we just raise the remuneration by 11.7% that would offset the implication of taxes set by the federal government for all counselors
2: that's correct. If An 11.7 percent increase would um, likely ensure that all the counselors—and again, it is dependent on their overall um, taxable income—but an increase of 11.7 percent would almost ensure that all the counselors would remain whole, so their take-home pay would not be negatively impacted.
4: Okay. And my second, my second question would be following this formulation. Uh, that would be equivalent to 27.8% increase or approximately 28% increase rather than
2: 11.7. That's correct.
4: So just as a statement myself, I, when I ran for council even in the, in the first term, uh, I knew where the remuneration was. I didn't run for council to, uh, to Make money out of it. I ran for council because I care about my town. So I will just leave that uh, at the, at where it is. And if uh, Councilor Needham would take an amended motion, I would suggest 11.7% to offset the taxes.
5: Uh, good evening, Your Worship. Uh, I have to say, Mr. Town, that. The numbers were a little bit surprising in comparison to what we had talked to last week. I I, I thought that that it was not going to be quite the same uh, the same percentage increase that we had originally discussed last week, by about five percent. I thought we thought it was going to land somewhere around twenty three percent. And
2: I'll be honest, the percent increase is an estimate. Um, It is based on the number of hours put in, the meeting times, and a couple um, factors outside of of staff or really council's whole as the entirety. So um, it really is dependent on on the level of um, what council is doing. I'm just doing the math again, Um, if you'll just bear with me.
4: Your Worship, I know uh, Councillor Needham threw out a a, uh, motion on the floor prior to uh, the rest of Council talking, but I'd like to ask for a recorded vote, please. Um, I'll
2: take the water bottle. So to to get from the per capita amount, it's about a 24.8% increase.
6: I guess one option is, you know, so we've gone through this and this is the third session on this. We could uh, table this motion and strike a subcommittee to deal with this because we, we obviously, debating this in council when we, uh, when we're pressed for time is not a uh, efficient piece of time. So. There is that desire. We could do that. Well, I, um, I don't know what Roberts' rules of order allowed for a, a table motion, or uh, we have to vote on this motion because it's on the,
1: on the table. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Your Worship. Um, A motion that has been presented can be deferred to another meeting, Um, uh, to table it would be to bring it up uh, again before the end of the meeting, if it's not voted, if it's tabled and not voted on, it dies. But having been presented, it could be deferred to a different meeting.
6: So maybe we should just go around the table in terms of whether people want to discuss this more fully and strike a subcommittee to deal with this or whether they uh, they want to vote on oh, vote on the motion and start moving on. So I'll start with you if you Ms.
5: down. I would appreciate deferring it and, and continue discussion on this topic.
0: Deputy Mayor. I'd like to get it over with. I figure that we've uh, discussed and discussed. Mr. Ford.
4: Um, I too would like to uh, to get it over with. Um, there again, I don't think this is the time to, uh, to be taking a 24-28% raise, if you want to put it that way, with especially with the economy that we're looking into and everybody losing their jobs right now and getting laid off.
3: More. let's vote what, what you, you want to vote um, Mr. Nita what do you want I'm to do not, I'm, just, I'm just having trouble uh, keeping up with all the discussion around the table Yourself. I presume your question was what do I want to do with my motion was that your question well with,
6: there's um, we were thinking about deferring this item to another meeting, so so that we could strike a subcommittee instead of debating this. And, uh, I,
3: and well, I, uh, I, I I appreciate that that view, and uh, I I'm I'm opposed to that. We we've been talking about this for years. Oh, you know, we just go around and around and around and around. If is adamantly opposed to this and vote for it and don't vote for it. Uh, I don't view this as a race. This is replacement money. If you want to penalize anybody, penalize the federal government. And as far as moving towards the medium of the range, uh, our schedule is back to 2014. I don't see why we don't move to the middle ground. So uh, am I willing to withdraw my motion? No, I'm not. Uh, I'd like like the motion voted on. If counselors uh, don't want the money, they can uh, accept the money and turn it back to a non for profit organization or they can do whatever they want with the money. Uh, I would like my motion dealt okay. with. Go ahead. So,
0: when we're voting, what happens if there's a tie vote
6: tonight? It's defeated. And I heard you correctly, Mr. Ford, you want a recorded vote.
4: Yes, I'd like recorded rule, please. Okay. May I request yep. some clarity
1: for the record, um, is council voting on the original motion or the recommended amendment of 11.2?
6: No, I, I don't think Mr. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't, believe Mr. Mr. Needham uh, accepted an amendment to his motion. That's correct. On that one, and your motion is option one, right? Correct. Okay, uh, so credit vote all in favor, in favor, uh, against. Motion passes four to two. Excellent. Um, so, request for decision um, request for interest relief on property taxes.
2: You have a briefing that you want to make on this? There is, Your Worship, and I'll <coughs> be brief on this. Council again had received and discussed this information at its February 4th governance and priorities meeting uh, for a request to raise or um, waive interest charges incurred against the property. Uh, Council received the relevant information at the time and were able to ask questions. um, And as such, the information is is not represented here. Uh, The total interest charges to date is $1,745.34. And the property owner, um, as a point of of past practice, does have a history of of prompt payments. So the key issue on this from a staff perspective is was the town negligent or do anything corrective or incorrectly from a taxation or communication perspective. And I believe as was identified during the governance and priorities meeting, this was not the case. The town did follow its protocols um, and did its proper communication efforts. You know, the the resident at the time you know it had stated you know it is kind of a misunderstanding and involved an unfortunate situation and, and we understand that um, you know it wasn't really a, a there wasn't anything that the town had, had done incorrectly to to prompt door or action this type of item um, so there's a couple options that are before council uh, the first one is to provide interest relief to the property owner in the amount of the $1,745.34 or some other amount determined by council. Um, You know, the advantages to that is the property owner has provided relief on the charges. Um, The disadvantages is is that we would expect similar requests to come before council. Um, You know, and again, especially for situations where the town isn't necessarily at, at fault for the charges. The financial impact on this is, again, uh, the reimbursement of the money, which affects our overall financial position. Um, Option two is is to not provide or waive the interest charges against the property owner. Um, By doing so, we'll maintain the town's practice of not providing relief in instances where the town is not at fault, um, and there would be no um, financial implications to that. So from a staff perspective, staff are recommending that council or the town declines to provide interest relief to the property owners. Um, okay, I have a question.
6: Uh, we, we had a similar request for relief. I believe it uh, was on the, uh, the, the request was put forward by uh, uh, the legal counsel and it was big fat
2: do you remember that yes i do that was a year 18 months ago yeah something yep like that. and we uh we denied that
6: request and, and in this case it was to help two
2: very very senior people on a fixed income that that's correct and again it was a similar wasn't similar but again it was information where you know there was no negligence either by either party at the time. Um, you know, senior parents they had missed some mail correspondence and as such, during the the assistance from from a financial perspective for from the family, um, taxes had been missed and there were interest charged. Um, and council did not relieve interest in that case either. Uh, Mr. Ford.
4: Yeah, I see the number of 1745 um, My question would be, well, de- depending on which way, which way this goes, um, is there an opportunity for the resident to get onto a payment plan without ha- accumulating any more interest charges that they've already accumulated?
2: The next time interest would be accrued would be our June 30th billing—that's our next due date for interest. Um, but in this case, I think we could work with um, the resident to try to come up with some type of plan. I, I don't want to say we would waive interest or, you know, go past that that June 30th date. Um, again, it would be setting up a bit of a precedent for um, residents again coming in and, and trying to either get extensions on on when these are due, but you know, we'd, we'd work with the resident and see what, you know, what we're able to do and, um, you know, to mitigate the, the impact of if possible. So I, I can't provide a concrete answer on that, Tom, whether we would provide interest relief um, or some type of relief past the June 30th date when taxes are normally due.
5: Mr. Town, I, in last week's presentation, I thought I understood that the request was for the difference between the tax, uh, the interest occurred incurred from the time that she contacted to the time that it was paid. Because of the because she became aware that's what I understood it to be, not to the December, but post the contact request. I, I mean, I've looked back at the request, and it doesn't really say that, but I sort of thought that's what I had heard.
2: And I'll be honest, I can't say that for certain, what the what the entirety of the request was.
6: Any other questions or comments? Uh, I guess my only comment is that it uh, we have a precedence. Um, and really this is you know if somebody goes off on a on a honeymoon and they miss they miss correspondence from visa or master charge. Uh, they, there's no uh, there's no forgiveness likewise if you had somebody that falls into a state of despondency and has no interest in looking at their mail and, uh, and essentially ignores their, uh, their bills and their mail, uh, certainly, uh, credit card companies don't, don't forgive that debt and we wouldn't be, uh, well, certainly I don't think we should be entertaining any forgiveness that way either.
3: And it does. It, it essentially go ahead. Up, uh, Your Worship, if there's no hands up on here, though I would certainly be prepared to put a motion on the floor that the town uh, town decline the interest release to this property owner. Okay. Well, we'll call for a vote, vote on that, that. on that note,
6: all. Um, so the motion is to decline uh, decline the. Uh,
3: the interest remains. The interest uh, remains.
6: All in favor of that motion to decline? In favor. You're in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that motion is being, uh, is, the motion is to decline the interest. Uh, to, okay. Next item of business.
0: So
1: can I interrupt,
0: oh. Can, I I really don't understand. Is, is Am I paying the full yeah. the full amount with interest? Yeah. Okay. Um, if I if I wasn't, I would pay it in full right now. Okay. So, but because I I have to pay with interest,
1: where do I? What do I do now?
6: Oh, uh, just uh, you. Well, you you can sh- you can go to the town office when it's open. And, uh, and and write a, write a check. Okay. Or put it on your uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it'll be payable.
1: Well, okay, thank you.
6: Okay, thanks. John. Um Mr Mr McWage.
7: Asset management policy. Your Worship, Your Council, so before you is uh, the Asset Management Policy as we discussed uh, last week and uh, this see we went through uh, a lot of the background last week as to the requirement for the Asset Management Policy as part of the Asset Management Process and uh, the next steps uh, that were presented uh, last week. So, what I'm bringing forth this week is uh, a request for a decision uh, to uh, accept the asset management policy as presented and appoint a member of council as the town Peace River champion for the asset management program. Uh, and uh, another option would be for a council to accept the asset management policy with changes now that you have kind of a week two. Uh, peruse the asset management policy if there were any uh, minor changes that you wanted to incorporate into it and then uh, accepted the policy uh, then that would be an option as well and, uh, and our recommendation uh, for administration is to accept the asset manage- management policy as presented and appoint a member of council as the talent piece of our champion for the asset management program. Yeah, any questions?
6: <laughs> you got a full briefing last week. <laughs> I don't think we need to rehash this one. <laughs> I missed it. Okay, well, uh, maybe you we can get updated at the director's meeting. Tomorrow. I, okay, good plan. <laughs> and uh and you can have a one-on-one tutorial. I
1: believe we did already.
6: <laughs> Put a motion on the floor,
4: your worship, to accept the policy as presented.
7: All in favor? Very and uh, did you have uh, a, uh, one of the counselors that wanted to step up and champion this? I'll. Uh, I'm interested. Are switch you? Game. Okay. Uh, and
5: I'm I'm
6: happy
7: to do
5: it. I'm here to Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I was sensing you were going
6: that way. No, I, uh, it's okay. Um, I. Um, we will, do we need a motion for a
7: champion for the, that's just a request, um, if you just get to. Yeah, the
0: request, and I, th- I think the main thing is a motion on is... is
6: kind of awkward. Yeah. Sure.
0: I-, I would be interested in being her alternate. That works.
7: Okay. okay. I, I welcome you... all councils to put on us as we go through that process.
5: Okay.
2: Thank
7: you. Maybe if I volunteered, he'd be in it. then he'd be like, no, 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 we're good. We're
8: not actually two slots.
7: Yeah,
8: I was
6: waiting for the rest of the council to <laughs> jump on board. We'd have to have a whole separate council meeting. Uh, New business: uh, request for decision, Franco-Albertan flag-raising ceremony.
2: Should be a quick one. Um, Yep. Two lines. So, council's received an invitation for the mayor and/or council to attend a flag-raising ceremony on March 1st at the Cote de Contrepointe. It's a tenth edition of the flag-raising ceremony celebrate the many faces of Albertan Francophonie. They sent two letters, one in English, one in French. And this is a daytime gig. It is, 1, 1 p.m.
6: So uh, they usually ask, uh, ask the town rep to give a bit of a speech. So this is an opportunity to deliver it in French.
3: Johanna, I, I believe <laughs> uh, the, the way the way mayor handled the last St. Isidore speech in, in, in French, I'm not sure you'd be surprised that you, why you didn't get an invitation back. <laughs> I I, Any, Anybody you want
6: to, uh, are you working that day, Mr. Skinner? I work
7: every day, Mr. Tarpy. Mm-hmm. Well, what about those PD days? <laughs> that, so those are working day. I am working on those days. That's 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 why they're called PD days. Um, Ms. Mazur, Do you want to practice your French? I can say bonjour, and even
6: then it's not correct. You can do it in English. I, 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 I could, know. but you're not able to.
7: What
6: what day of the week is it?
7: Friday.
6: Uh, this Friday.
7: Uh, March one first.
6: Weeks. Three weeks. Three uh, okay. Um, yeah, maybe someone uh, put in motion to make me eligible for that. Oh,
0: I, I so move. <laughs> or delegate. Okay. I move. I move that the mayor or uh, designate. Um, uh, attend the being able to attend the flag raising ceremony in recognition of Alberta's francophone culture and heritage. March one. All well, in favor?
6: By putting in the designate, you give me the power to designate that.
7: I'll only if you can
0: whose
7: <laughs> Whose definition of dire? Uh, the
0: designate.
6: <laughs> um, very good. So, there's another speech for you to write for me. Is uh, you and in French again? Just copy and paste it to Google Translate.
2: <laughs> no. It's pretty close. No.
6: <laughs> they are getting better Google Translate. No, no. Um, so, the next item on the agenda is have your new business. Or that wasn't business. So reports, any to be had? If not, we will mute the information. Uh, the first item was a draft MMSA manager meeting minutes for December 12. These meeting minutes should really go into the reports, I think. And uh, they're kind of they're essentially committee reports, so we should treat them as such. So, is there anything you wish to highlight, Ms. Manzer, seeing that you are
0: the chair of that committee? So, this is the one that the CAOs attend with the uh, municipal um, MMSA staff. So, I wasn't present at this meeting, but it looks fairly thorough in terms of uh, the discussion items. Okay, but none
6: worthy of underscoring.
0: Well, um, the strategic plan is going to be looked at over the course of uh, the next few months, and um, the contracts are all up uh, 2019. So, MMSA uh, staff and executive will be uh, going around to various municipalities, um, enlightening them about what MMSA does for them. Also, they,
6: well, they will be coming to council. So at that time we could uh, we could advise them on an empty building here on uh, across from the medical center, and that it may be worthwhile in terms of retention of employees to um, to to move their headquarters to Piscataway. Uh, sure. Yeah, anything to come up. Uh, letter dated. February first, twenty nineteen, from the Alberta Airports Management Association. Do uh, you wish to highlight anything under that, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sure. Stewart? I was going to say Mr. Will, but that would <laughs> be the wrong name.
8: So fair warning.
6: You I'm, probably actually wrote this. I, one. I, I wrote the letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the chair of the
8: Alberta Airport Management Association. So just just to be upfront about that. Um, The Alberta Airport Management Association is a provincial association for airport operators in Alberta specifically, um, and we're trying to get the province to improve funding to small airports. To be clear, we don't qualify at this point in time for the funding we're asking for an increase to. It's the the Capital Assistance Program, it's $2 million for the entire province, for all the airports that don't qualify for ACAP like we do. Um, Right now the only thing the funding covers is pavement and light, and lighting give you an idea. It costs $14 million to do our runway. So $2 million doesn't go very far. So we're asking people to uh, contact their MLAs and ask for more. It's long and short of it.
6: So under this particular program, is it very much like ACAP funding where you, um, there's a certain period of time before your, that loan is forgiven, so to speak?
8: Yeah, it's like most provincial funding where there is a period of time where if you shut your airport down the day after you pave it and turn it into a drag strip, they kind of frown on that. But uh, yeah. Is that an actual rule on this grant program? I believe there is, yes. Uh,
6: anything else on that?
8: Uh, enclosed yep. is a form letter if you're willing to have someone fill it out and then and sign it off as councilor mayor or however you'd like to approach that the association would appreciate your support you get everybody mm-hmm. has of the
3: items one of the items that uh, the economic development minister shows up uh saying that she's a member of government or he's a member of government you could you could bring this up to that time as well well there's only one hour for that meeting so well what the hell else are you going to talk about i think there's a whole list of stuff that's been put on there oh
6: well all right well i look forward to the list i believe it's even been sent out has it not
2: Let's see. Let's see. maybe not no okay is the list you're thinking of the list that counselor needham already sent out today
7: no not the one today. okay uh
6: white peace watershed alliance their news newsletter has yeah
5: did, did we need a motion on this whether we were submitting a letter on uh, on behalf of the town of peace river or what where we're really we at with that sorry
6: well it's under the information section so but you if you want you can make that motion
5: i'd like to make a motion that we submit that that letter to our mla i think it has merit and it's just putting more Went on the fire of an issue
6: that needs to be looked at provincially okay um so all in favor of Ms. downing's motion all in favor um the february 1st 2019 newsletter for the mighty peace watershed alliance um you're the uh you're not the chair of that uh committee this must be one of the few committees you're not the chair of deputy mayor but nonetheless you're a you're the sitting member for
2: small, medium
6: rurals
0: <laughs> <servants. laughs> myself and the mayor of valleyview is the alternate so basically this just is a newsletter that brings um, municipalities up to date on um, what the watershed has been up to and um, take note there's a uh, annual meeting planned for May 24th in Peace River and various elections will happen yes indeed so um, any and all could attend that and there's usually speakers at that as well and beside the election
5: Your Worship, I'm, I'm hoping that Councillor Scamworth saw the note on this uh, newsletter about education opportunities. I'm pretty sure that students at TA Norris would be gripped in this information.
7: Not, not to uh, spike the football or anything, but we did host the Mighty Peace Watch <laughs> Alliance's education outreach program last year, and I am in contact about doing that once again this year. So on top
6: of that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think that might be crawled throwing you back some shade.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but No, that would be more like, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> which I would never speak that way. Of course not. Actually,
6: uh, the Mighty Week oh, cool. Peace Watershed Alliance has on their website, the uh, there was a video done about the Heart River <clears throat> and uh, there's a whole historical component on on that uh, on that Hart River and how people used to basically go there every day and fish and get um, uh, walleye from it or something like that. Was it walleye, I was. It was. It's pretty interesting. It was. It's worth. Uh, it's worth looking at uh, from a historical perspective. And it was that that river, that hard river, was basically running all the time. It wasn't as stagnant as it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's also a letter received February 5th, 2019, from the Peace River Area Monitoring Program Committee. And uh, does someone want to summarize that for for us? Um, Oh, this is when they came and spoke to us. I just want to thank us
0: they're announcing where their proposed um monitoring site will be too in the woodland cree area uh, versus the nampa area due to various reasons uh including that Nampa's just they're just becoming aware of something at nampa whereas woodland cree has most people per um, influence i guess of the year
6: great okay Oh, um, well, that's actually pretty interesting. And then the last item under information was a note of thanks to the peace, the peace regional recreational committee community sponsors. Um, and do uh, you want to speak to that one, Ms. Clark?
1: Oh, I like the way you do that every once
6: in a while. It's because you haven't changed one iota That's since great. the Thank day you. you got married.
1: I'm still a clerk. It, so we just thought it, it um, <clears throat> was time to provide council with a little update of where we're at. We've had incredible uptake on our community donation and sponsorship program. Uh, we're even setting up a check presentation hopefully for the next council meeting or one following depending on schedule alignment um, but yeah we have a, a really wonderful list going and we'll do this more regularly now that we have lists of donors and we just wanted to provide council just with a little update where we're
7: at I
0: believe yeah I believe the mayor actually um, he had a little challenge he spoke about at one council meeting so I'm saying that well here's some evidence Mr. Mayor. time <laughs> Well, and, and, and I recall that challenge, and um, and
6: seeing that you voted yourselves a, what was it, a 27% pay increase?
7: <laughs> we will... Uh, Part of the beauty I, of the formula, forget it, forget it. I, I see what I'm working with, and that's just fine. That's, I understand now to not expect a whole lot I
6: I would like to know what a gold sponsor gets.
1: In the package, um, a check presentation option for that company or individual, if they show, so choose. This information will be posted on your website, on the town's website. We'll have a page that's being developed, a spot on the donor wall, invitation to the grand opening, I feel there might have been something else, but I'm drawing the blank. Double
6: checking. And when you say a spot on the donor wall, Your will, it, name. will it be chiseled in granite like it is in, in the what, That was another million bucks, so oh, Yes, well.
3: that's,
1: that's on the, no, we're using more modern materials.
3: Pre-grand opening newspaper yes. ad.
1: Oh, that's what it was, right. yeah. So we have a thank you list that will be publicly advertised, so it would include that also.
6: Advertised in
1: local paper, online, social media.
6: Yes. So you'll you'll be sending sponsors out to their names to Mac the Knife? From Valerie?
0: Post media.
1: Post media, yeah. Thank you. Your Worship,
5: I'd like to thank administration for providing this list. I think it's a great start, and we need to keep doing it.
6: Absolutely. Okay, Very good.
5: Um,
6: (laughs) Comments from the public, um, seeing that the public isn't here. Um, I will just talk to, you. is there anything we need to highlight here, uh, Ms. Hume, in terms of key communication items?
1: Council remuneration and the asset management are on my list. Uh, yeah, you
6: might want to downplay the remuneration. is good. Uh, okay.
5: I'll downplay the out. formula
0: downplay. Them. <laughs> um, the fire department the fire department um, recognition thing happening on the (laughs) 16th. Full detail. (laughs) So uh, there are a number of
6: items that are coming up this weekend. So there's the fire department, um, what what is it? Awards. Awards ceremonies. There is the St. Isidore Carnival uh, occurring uh, this weekend, right? And the opening ceremonies yeah. are this Friday? The 15th? That would be this Friday. Yeah. And the fire department is on Thursday or? Saturday. Saturday. Is on Saturday, OK. And is there not a gala event happening? Not yet, April. It's the road for Gala. After oh, OK. another
5: gala. Oh,
6: OK. No. OK, so I don't need to put my suit in for dry cleaning.
3: <laughs> well, the fire department awards is a dinner. If you don't wear it very often. Why would you worry about what? <laughs> Just uh, tied to gold spots.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so the fire department awards
6: is on Saturday at Saint Isidore on Friday. Okay. Anything else that we should be aware of happening? Resume, seeing that you have your finger on the pulse of the
7: community. No, that sounds like everything. It's happening this weekend.
6: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so maybe somebody could put in a motion to accept uh, information items one, two, four, and five for information. Mr. Scammerhorn, so I can get his name on the book. All in
7: favor?
6: and we will uh, Take a quick five minute break and then we'll come back for uh, in camera items. I
0: did that because your water bottle wasn't frozen. Oh,
3: lucky you. (laughs)